Today's episode is aimed at the people that are going through hell and want to turn things around. Race Drivers, it's Enzo with the Race Driver Coach Show, talking about a topic today that I think pretty much anyone, any of people that are watching this and pretty much anyone out there can align with, because we've either been through it, going through it right now, or definitely we will go through it. So we can empathize and pretty much plan for when it happens. And that is, to give you a metaphor or the kind of storyline of how a race driver experiences this topic, going through hell, is when they start the season, on paper, it looks great. I've got a car I can win with. I've got a team I can win with. I've got money in place to race. This is going to be brilliant. I'm going to go for the championship or at least a better position than last time, top 10, whatever your goal is. You've got all this optimism. You're ready to go. You turn up for the first race weekend, all nice and fresh. Maybe it goes to plan. Maybe it doesn't. But you go through the race season, taking hits, taking knocks, not it's not living up to your expectations you're not getting the results you want before you know it halfway through the season where pretty much where a lot of people are right now as i'm recording this your head's in the dirt your face is in uh, in the floor you're feeling unmotivated dejected thinking that you want to quit worrying about what other people are thinking and what your sponsors are going to be thinking if you're lucky enough to have them wondering where this is all leading and it's it's a horrible and dark place to be because it's so public as well, right? So you're out there giving it everything and each weekend you come back with nothing, nothing to show for it apart from a bill, a damage bill or something else. And it kind of makes you, it tests your love for the sport. It tests your love for whatever it, ever it is that you're going for in this world. Every industry has got this. So we do start the year with optimism, but it slowly gets beaten out of us. Well, I don't want you to wait till the next New Year's uh, New Year's Day or the next start of the season for you to have that fresh feeling, to have that optimism, the energy that you do at the beginning. I want you to have it now in the middle of the season, no matter how well it's going, especially if it's not going to plan and you're feeling down about it. I want to talk about that today because I give advice on pretty much anything that's related to personal performance and when i say that it's not fitness it's not being in the gym so much it's you your mindset how to train the mental skills that allow you to perform at your best the kind of let's call it success secrets of people that have been before you this is what they did this is how they did it this was their perception and teaching you this because it's relative to anything not just racing drivers and motorsport and when I'd say now looking at my clients, I've got my clients list. I have my clients' names within iShot, so I can always see them. So I, I don't, they're never outside my mind. I'm always thinking about things that I can call them, text them about and, and have sessions on. And I'd say that in motorsports, I've got about 20 drivers that I actually work with either online or at the track. And I would say over half of them have got a season at the minute that's not going to plan. All of them have experienced what we're talking about today. So I don't, first off, I don't want you to think that you're alone. Because when you're going through this, when things are not going to plan and you're, you are feeling pretty down about things, it's easy to think that it's only happening to you. If you're on a grid of 30 drivers, I promise you that probably 27 of them, maybe 26 or more, 
um, are going through the same. They too thought they could win. They too have had a lot of pressure put upon them for results and it's not coming. They're not happy with the team situation they're in or the car or whatever else, or other politics and things that are going on. It's happening to a lot more people than you think. You are not alone. And if not, it's happened to them previously. So that's the first thing to think. It's the, to get over the woe is me. This is only happening to me. Why me? It's, it's just life's way. You may have a plan. You may have been prepared. You may have things in place and on paper that look good. But there's a whole other thing uh, and a lot of other things that have to fall into place for you to get the results that you want. It's not all on you. And this is where I want you to want to bring your mind now is just to give you a kind of outlook that allows you to turn a page now, no matter what stage of the season it is, no matter how bad it's going, to have that fresh outlook that you had at the beginning of the season and not wait for next season so you can do it again, but to bring that person back and put them in control now. If you've had 10 DNFs in a row, there's still a way of you taking control, putting that smile back on your face, having seen the rest of the season as a blank piece of paper, a fresh start, and going at it again. You've got a choice here. You either allow what's happened in the past, this season, to carry on in your mind and you're dragging it through the year, all these bad memories, all these bad feelings and these new emotional triggers that you've got linked to these things this year and dragging them through and just being this miserable guy or gal all the way through the season and everyone loses motivation and thinks, what the hell are we doing here? Or you say, enough is enough. I can see what has happened in the last five, six months. I can see the good things that we've done, the things I want to carry on doing. And I can actually see the two or three things that just need to change. And if we could change them, we'd have a completely different end to the season. Or at least we'd stand a better chance of having the, a good end to the season or second half. That's where I want to put your mind. You have the choice of going either way. You can dwell on it, be miserable, turn up with your, your head down, your chin down, your shoulders down, and looking all a bit depressed about it and not motivating anybody to change or help the situation. Or you can be the leader, be the warrior and say, OK, we've done this. We've learned from this. Now, how are we going to play it out for the rest of the season or the rest of the year? Let's get excited about that. That's just perception. You've been given a gift, right? You've been given a gift of going through a challenge where things have not been going well inside and outside your control. Life does that. It says, look, this is a gift for you to learn from. Are you going to take it or are you going to use it as your story for why things didn't work out? Are you going to hide behind these things that happened to you and the situation that you're in and use it as something you tell others for why you didn't succeed? Or are you going to use it to empower you, to give you the skills that you need to go all the way? Again, all decisions that only you can answer, but you have to be dedicated to either one. If you want to dwell, woe is me. You have to be committed to that. Remind yourself how crap things are and have been. And they're going to be for the rest. It takes conditioning on a daily basis. But if you want to change, you've got to flip that. You've got to see it and remind yourself of the gift that it is at that crap moment you've had, moments you've had throughout the year. What a gift that has been and how it's going to make you stronger and give you the skills going forward. But you've got to condition that daily as well. So either way, whatever you want to do and, and, and the perception you want to have on this season is going to take continual 
conditioning and reminding every day. It just again, it's all up to you which one you want to choose. I know you know which one I would choose. And it's not to be optimistic. It's not positive mental attitude. It's more, you know what? I've taken 30 hits in the face this year. I want to turn it round. I want to be that warrior that takes the hits, has got the scars and has come through the other side, just like any Hollywood story, any film that you watch. The main character, it sort of lays, sets the scene, shows you how successful they are. They take a hit. They meet an opponent that smacks them on the floor. They meet an opponent that's difficult to beat. And that opponent can be a person, an illness or what, a career. Something happens in their career. But then at the end of the movie, they come back up. They win. Everyone's happy. I prefer to live that storyline for my life. So no matter what challenge I have, I've always got in, the mind, in my mind, I want to turn this around. I want this to be yet another success story of mine, something then I can teach others to do. So I've got a bit of a different perception of it because every time I get pain, bang, brilliant, I can use this, escape it, answer it, become a better person from it and teach what I did to others. But you can do the same. The person you're teaching is yourself. You're taking the lessons that you go through life with and you're showing yourself you can overcome them and you're showing yourself and teaching yourself the skills that helped you do that so it makes you stronger going forward then later on you can teach others so you're exactly the same as me you're just like a coach so first of all welcome if you if you're ready to overcome this i want you to welcome the challenge that you're going through right now maybe you're not even racing maybe you've been trying to get the money to race and you're taking all the knots and the nose and you're giving up this is just as relevant to you. Maybe you're an actor. Maybe you're a singer. Maybe you're a sports person, a business person taking the knock so far throughout this year, 2022, which is happening to a lot of people. But you're ready now to turn it around. We're all linked. And it's all the same mental practice, mental training for a race driver it is for anybody else. So that's really, first of all, it's the decision. That's what I've run you through there. Decision process and the motivation to turn things around. That's down to you to create. Am I going to dwell or am I going to fix this? If I'm going to dwell, what's that going to look like? I'm going to be the same every year. If I'm going to fix it, how amazing is that going to look like? So motivate yourself for change if you want to change. And secondly, we've got to get practical. Don't want to make this video too long. But if I was to coach you um, or coach anybody else or, or myself, I like to really put things in boxes because it makes me feel like I'm in control. So I would say a race driver, just to briefly give you something to think about, you can have four boxes. Okay. These boxes are as follows. Now the boxes I'm referring to are areas where I want you to focus on and improve. So for the race driver, as you can see there, if you're watching this top left is your driving top, right is your personal performance. Bottom left is car slash team. And bottom right is uncontrollables. Now, these four boxes are what you can work with. So if you're a race driver and you want to, and you can change this, by the way, if you're not a race driver and you can have four different areas, I like to have uncontrollables there some, somewhere, which we'll talk about in a minute. But if you're a race driver, the top left, driving, that comes down to literally your driving technique. So you have a look at the start of the season, right? So first of all, we review these four areas. Then we see what we can improve and we focus on them. So we take driving the first box to start with and say, okay, ju let's just have a review with my team. 
what am I doing right, driving technique-wise? What are the good points about the season so far, about my driving, whether it starts, lines, wet driving, braking, whatever it is, right? You go through all the different disciplines, racecraft, the whole lot. Which ones are good? Then you say, which ones are bad? <laughs> which ones am I under-delivering on? Which ones are the ones that are causing me to have this bad season? Is it my high-speed corners? Is it my wet driving starts? Well, you go through it again. And then you have a list of two different sides of it, right? These things are really good. I want to obviously keep these good and condition them. But if I want to turn things around, the things that are not so good, let's build a plan with a team, with a coach, with somebody to help me improve these things and to monitor them over the coming weekends. So I score them, I rate them. And if I'm not getting better at them, even though we're focusing on them, we've got to come up with a plan. This kind of productivity and the way of looking at your driving, and this is what we'll do for all the boxes, by the way, this enables you to experience one of the most addictive emotions and mindsets that we have, and that is progress. It's a need for us to feel like we're growing to have progress. And in doing this, that's what we're doing. And then we're feeding your fulfillment. So you'll start to get your mojo back. Soon as you feel like you're improving something, and then the results hopefully will follow. If not, you just carry on improving and looking up. You know deep inside you've got progress. You'll get some results, I promise you. So I want you to do that in the driving first, right? Top left box was driving. What are the good things and bad things? And just know that. And the things that you want to work on, I call them bad, but they're things that, you know, might as well be straight here. These are the things that are holding you back from getting your dream. Come up with a plan of improving them. That's driving done. Then we go to the right. This is personal performance. This is where we talk about your mind, your fitness, or anything else you as a human being have got that's good and not so good. The things that are helping you move forward and perform well, and the things that are not. So if you're crumbling, I love giving you things straight and not technical, but if you're mentally crumbling when you're in the lead, I've got to work, that, work on that. If I'm getting too nervous for qualifying, Damn, I've got to work on that. If I'm taking too long to overcome a mistake, each time I make a mistake, it's in my head for three laps and then I'll start to get back in the rhythm. Way too long. Got to work on that. I'm too unfit. Perfect. Got to work on that. So you have a list of the things that you are going to raise the bar on. And then you've got a list of things that you're doing really well. That obviously, you want to carry on conditioning, but uses your strength as well as your tool to go forward. So again, you've got two boxes. Plus and minuses, pros and cons, strengths and weaknesses of each one, whichever you want to call it. I'm not pulling punches with the words here. I don't care how, how you take them, but you know what I'm getting at. And you're starting now to see areas of opportunity, areas of the way you, of things or how you can turn this around, starting to feel good. That's what we want. Okay, third box, bottom left that I showed you is car and team. If you're a race driver, what is it about the car that's good? What is it? I think it's missing engine power, the setup. We still haven't got it. It's just burning through tires too much. Or the team, maybe something's wrong with the engineer driver relationship, the way it's working, pit stop, something. There'll be something on the team side that you think is good and bad. These are good lists to have. And this is what you do with the team. You sit down with them or whoever it is you're working with or yourself, if you're running yourself and say, right, these are the things that we are doing really well on and I want to keep them going. Let's keep the ball up. And these are the things that we need to improve because it's motor sport. If I'm talking to a race driver right now and the motor side of it, it's got to be good. 
because it's a big chunk of the result. Can't be just down to you. Then lastly, bottom right, uncontrollables. You're going to have things that are still going to cause or influence the result, the results you have, even though the other three boxes you're scoring 100% out of. Your driving is absolutely nailed for this car. You've perfect, your race craft, your wet drive, everything is absolutely smack on. Your personal performance, mindset, attitude, how you, uh, your confidence levels, how you master your emotions or control your emotions while you're in and out the car, your leadership skills, all of them are amazing. Fitness, the whole lot. Brilliant. The team is the, fast, is the best and the car's the fastest. Brilliant. Still doesn't mean you're going to win because there's things like the actions of others change of regulations that kind of knock things around, um, people crashing into you, people having opinions of you, your car breaking down. There's lots of things that you can't really control. Now, when it comes to that box, we can do two things. If we definitely can't influence it, what it is that's changing the results, then we have to change the way we see it. So if it's DNFs, things happening like that, that are out of your control, pretty much, is there any way we can influence it? That's the one thing. And you write down the kind of things you may be able to influence 10%, even though it's an uncontrollable, most, most of it, 10%, maybe we could do that. But if we can't, I've just got to look at it a different way. For example, if somebody has, uh, or five drivers on the grid have a faster car, a better team, I can't control that really. I can influence it by maybe talking to them to see if they've got a drive available and join them. But if I can't and I'm stuck with who I'm with and I'm running myself or whatever, I've got to let it go. I've got to, my perception of it has got to be in a way that it doesn't knock me down. It doesn't hurt my motivation. It's like, you know what? I'm going to score results. So teams like that notice me in the future. So you've taken uncontrollable that is causing, affecting your results and causing you to have um, doubts about yourself, you're taking these uncontrollables. And if you can't influence them in any way, you're changing the way you look at them to empower you. That's what you do with your past. If things have happened in your past, they've happened. If you can't influence them now or change them now, 10% of them you probably can change the way they're carrying on, then I've got to change the way I look at it. So if something happened, I was dumped by someone I truly loved, uh, something random. I can either hang on to that, again, use it as my story is going on, affect the relationships now going forward because I'm using it and, and I'm a bit more, you know, I don't let my walls down now. So now I'm just going to recreate the same thing over and over again, never going to find love. <laughs> or am I going to say to myself, you know what, that person was right for me at the time, but as I grew older, they weren't. Or as I grew older... They, I wasn't right for them. Simple as that. So it had to end or they cheated on me. It's like, thank God, get out of my life. I don't need people cheating on me. So you can perceive it and look at it a different way in a way that helps you rather than hanging on to it. So again, gone off onto a bit of a tandem there talking about something completely different, but you kind of get the feeling when it's such stuff that's not really heavily influenced by you, you change the way you see it. You deal with it. You just say, that's the way it is. They're the rules of the game. But you've got, they are part of what we're talking about here. Because still, you're going to have uncontrollables come in now and then. You've got to be prepared to deal with them. Not your fault. Something happens. Lightning strikes your car just as you're about to start a race. Get over it. It happens. That goes in the uncontrollable box.
Okay. I like to say you're responsible for everything. Everything uh, is your fault because it gives you accountability, but some things are just not put them into that box. It frees up your mind. It allows you to see things as a clean slate again. So that's the practical side. So anybody who's trying to turn things around, first of all, get the motivation, the reason to change. Decide, I'm no longer going to do this. I'm going to break the pattern. I'm going to get back on that horse and I'm going to make sure the rest of this season or the rest of this year, I'm going to give everything. I'm going to come with energy. Once you're there, you get practical. Okay, let's split things down, put them in boxes, pros and cons of each, strengths and weaknesses each. What am I going to work on? Let's get to it.